1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, heroes. Kyle here. Promised you a uh, Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Starkey interview this week, but we've had some t- technical difficulties with his recording, so we'll have to reaccomplish it at a later date. But this week we have Army National Guard Sergeant Daniel Baldwin retired. Uh, he was a fun interview. And he starts us off really fast before Dion and myself can uh, reel him back in. So please enjoy Retired Sergeant Daniel Baldwin. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Military Unsung Heroes podcast, where we talk to you the airman, the grunt, the seaman, the
2: marine, and the spaceman.
1: I'm Kyle Hosteller,
2: and I'm Dion Chavez, your host. Join us as we walk through the lives and honor the 1% of Americans that joined up to serve their country.
1: Hey,
3: all right.
1: There he goes. Hey!
3: There hey, he Hey, what's going on, Jimmy? Not much. I'm
2: getting the volume right. Say something again. I said, what's going on, gentlemen?
3: There we go. All right. All How right. you
1: doing, Mr. Baldwin?
3: I'm doing all right sitting here and looking out up the top of this mountain.
1: Nice. Where
3: you at? I'm in Franklin, North Carolina. Same North place Carolina. Dom is. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Actually, I live, you- actually, I live about 20 minutes from where they live, but I'm in okay. God's country. They live up there in the city. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, cool. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we tried to get him on to try to try to three bang this, but <coughs> he didn't
3: answer his phone. So, God, I hope you don't because he'll be asking <laughs> all to, he'll be cr- trying to answer all these crazy stories. <laughs> bring up all this crazy stuff. Well, that's what we want and the, the, the good ones. Yeah, yeah, we want, we want the good <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, hey, yeah. The problem when you're out, right? right.
2: So
1: we- we heard that you're out, so that's the best way
2: you can tell the good story. See, we've interviewed a couple people that are still in, so they gotta kinda keep that shit. They can't
3: tell all the real stuff that they've done. So yeah. Well, that's what I told Dom. That's what I told Dom when he asked me about this. I was like, Look, man, I ain't a cool dude like you, man. I didn't do <laughs> real cool shit, you know, but uh <laughs> uh the stuff he wants me to talk about, I was like, Man, you know I can't talk about that stuff. You <laughs> so, know. But uh yeah, I mean I could talk about some of it, I guess, but uh but yeah, it's a it's an honor, it's a privilege. I'm glad you just asked me to be on. I'm honored to be here and talk, give my little bit of input about it, you know. And uh Dom was talking, you know, he wanted me to, you know, talk about the difference between being in the National Guard and full time active duty all the way through. Nice. So I've been both. Dom's been both, you know. Uh so it, it's it's uh, a it's a big difference between active duty and National Guard. You know, a lot of a lot of bad stuff. You know, rumors. You know how it is, but there's a lot of good stuff too. You know. Yeah. Well, let's so. start
1: with uh, let's start with um, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us where you're from originally and uh, why you joined uh, the army in the first place. Well,
3: I'm from Otto, North Carolina. I uh, born and raised. I've been ten generations in this county. Uh, spread all over. But uh, I've been here all my life except for the Army. I joined the Army in 2003, went to Fort Lawson Woods Misery, uh, <laughs> MP school. I let the recruiters talk me into being MP. And then I also talked to men to me going through the Christmas break. <laughs> that was the worst decision I ever made. It is so <laughs> freaking cold there. I mean, yeah. I live in the mountains. I mean, look, you can see <laughs> but that that's a different type of cold. And then I thought that's the coldest I'd ever been until I've been to Afghanistan, and then then I realized what cold really was. but yeah, uh, so yeah, I did that. I come straight back uh in '4 was uh did my train up, was supposed to go to Iraq the first time. And uh, ended up not going on that trip. And then I uh, did a lot of state active duty stuff, uh, did a lot of stateside missions, uh, mm-hmm. different things, you know, uh, riot control, uh, uh, riot control, guarding uh, nuclear facilities. Uh, we done a lot of stuff. I didn't do all of them all together, but my unit did. Uh, went to Katrina. That was a shit show. Yeah. Uh, uh I did that. I mean I, I did a lot of things and then I ended up I finally got to Iraq in oh nine, I think it was. And then uh uh I was there in oh nine and uh I was over in the prison where they kept the deck of twenty one. You know what the deck of twenty one is? Yeah, that was all those the faces right of the most valuable ones that we were going for. Yep. 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 And uh I met a lot of them uh, personally. Uh uh my office was uh my office, one of my offices was actually to Dom Cell at one time. Jeez. So that's pretty cool, you know. Uh the <laughs> uh, uh, well, office
1: was <laughs> Dom Cell. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh but while I was in that office, my job as a uh the NCO in charge, I was I did the paperwork, I was the one that sent them to court. Nice. Uh, and a lot of them, you know, they never come back. So <laughs> you know, so you know what my job was. So uh yeah. so you know I uh uh I did that. Uh I also did uh convoy escorts with them. I had two Where did you, uh where'd you do convoy escorts at? Well, just mainly in Baghdad. so oh, okay. uh, We just went from where we was at to the Green Zone, mainly, you know, yeah. which wasn't no big deal. But we we did we did everything to to include releasing them. So, like, I I was, you know, they was found, you know, harmless or whatever you want to call it. We was in charge of turning them loose. So we actually took them and released them. So that was part of my mission. Uh I did oh, that. I, I, I volunteered for I volunteered for anything I could volunteer for. Uh as far wise as that mission goes. But I'd have to say, like I said, I, I met a lot of famous people. So <laughs> uh, yeah, famous <laughs> and then uh of course I was in while I was doing that, we were still in taking. So, what I mean by that is, like, say somebody like Dom or some of his people would catch somebody or the seals or whatever. I was also in charge of taking control of them. So I did that. I also worked with in psyops a little bit, you know, where they done their interrogations and stuff. So I, I was around a lot of, lot of, lot of good stuff. Who's the biggest name you you, you took in? God, I, I see. That's the thing. They're you know when they're when you take them in, they're issued detainee numbers, so mm. you don't really you forget their names. Uh, uh. So before I did that mission, though, I was in the, I was in the, talk, and so I was in the S three shop. So, I, uh, I was out. With the detainees, and then uh, uh, my colonel come in one day and he's like, What are we gonna do with? I remember his last three numbers 266. And I I said, You want to know the truth, sir? He said, Yeah, I said, Uh, I'd take one of them for whatever reason, they called them donkey balls, and I don't know why, but a grenade, you know, with not, I'm a big non lethal guy, I'm I love it. But they, it, it's a, you know, it's just a grenade full of rubber BBs. Yeah. I said, sir, I take a donkey ball and open that feed tray, th- pull the pin, and throw it in there. And I said, uh, in about five seconds, he's gonna calm way down. And he looked at me, never said a word, never cracked a grin. He said, "Ball." He said, uh, "That's exactly why you're in the talk." <laughs> 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 so, so. And then, you know, I got out, I finally got back into good graces, I guess you'd say. I don't know. But the mission changed as as we went on. We was there for a year, so the mission kept changing. We kept at the time they was uh turning everything over to the Iraqis. So of course we didn't turn over the famous people. But so that's what we was in charge of. And then that's when I started the uh I started the other mission by doing the convoy ops and releasing and you know and still taking in uh uh you know alphabets one of the alphabets would come in they'd bring somebody in they say here you go you know that kind of deal I, I did some of that and uh but that's mainly the way i finished out that tour of duty uh uh was just you know getting rid of the ones that you know that we didn't want to keep and yeah. of course, you know where the ones that we wanted to keep, you know where they're at today. So yeah. So and I've been there too. So it's uh uh I had a lot of death threats, family <laughs> all kinds of you know stuff, you know, about oh I'll remember you, you know, we'll get people <laughs> look for you, you know, that kind of thing. But you know, that's years ago now, so but yeah that was a fun trip i enjoyed it and then I did a lot of other state active duty stuff so
1: uh how long were you active duty before you went Air National Guard or uh Army National Guard
3: well I got seven and a half years total active duty oh, uh
4: yeah.
3: i was i was technically i was always guard but with my deployments and everything got a and volunteering, yeah. it was with volunteering I had lots of active duty I ended up yeah I ended up seven and a half years so so and then you know uh Dom makes fun of me because I make fun of him talking about him being special guy you know and all the cool (laughs) shit he's done he's like well you've got more ribbons and awards and patches than i ever had so but you know it's just because I bounced around because I volunteered you know and you know uh uh i've I've worked with that i've worked with all services uh at some point in my career it was a it was a good time you know i ain't i don't regret i don't regret what i've done i don't regret my service so you know and then i ended up medically retiring with eighteen years so so uh, you know i'm i'm happy with that so um, i got i got tired of the politics and and the way things are run now, and how things go, you can't do anything without watching a two-hour slideshow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you, you know, mean? I don't <laughs> know what he means at <laughs> all. Know. Like no, what? Yeah. No. Oh man. So I got tired of that shit, and I'm glad it's over with. So
1: you were always a uh, North Carolina
3: uh, Army National Guard, right? Yeah. Okay. Except, 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 you know, when I was attached to an uh, active duty unit. You said you, uh,
1: you said you watched, you watched over uh, nuclear
3: facilities. Where was that at? Well, you know, when I say that, when I say that, it's power plants. When it comes to the guard, oh, the oh, okay. yeah, but we have the same clearance. We have the same clearance as everybody else. So, uh, there's a funny story about that. Dom wanted me to talk about. So when I was in basic training, I I broke my foot and 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 done something to my ankle. So uh so I was I was getting I was getting ready to be recycled. And uh so but everybody else is out doing their thing, you know, whatever for the day. And and so I stuck in the I stuck in the rear and drill sergeants come in there and they said, Hey, we gotta take you somewhere. And I said, What? I was like, yeah, we got to take you somewhere. Uh, they're like, get in the back of this cattle truck. So you get in the back of the cattle truck. I don't know how the Air Force does, but, you know, they use them cattle trucks with the canvas covers and everything. So I'm back there all by myself, and uh, we drive and we drive and we drive, and we get out, and it's an old banded school. And I thought, I thought, now, what, what the shit did I do, you know? Because <laughs> I, I like to think of, like, something fixing to happen, you know? So we go in there. We walked down the hallway, and the guy said, sit here in this chair. I said, all right. He said, "Uh, there's a woman come out here and get you in a minute. I was like, okay. And everybody left. I'm like, the only son of a bitch in this building, literally. (laughs) And uh, here in a minute, she opens the door across from me. She said, "Uh, you Daniel, Eugene Baldwin? I said, yes, ma'am. She said, can you come in here just a minute? We got to ask you some questions. I was like, okay. And she didn't show me her badge in, and then, uh, but uh, she uh, she brought me in there and she started saying. She said, "Did you own? Did you buy a house or rent a house at such such address, such such time?" I said, "Yes, ma'am, I did." She said, uh, "You never turned in the cable boxes." <coughs> and I, I said, "Excuse me." I said, "What is this?" Oh, oh, and then she showed me her badge, and I forgot what. Whoever does the clearances. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, no, hell no, they wasn't my boxes to start with. I said, I don't know nothing about them. I said, <laughs> you know. Then and then she started naming off names of people that I hadn't seen in yeah. 15 years. And I was like, I was like, all right, all right. I said, what in the hell is this about? She says, well, your unit requires you to have a classification to where you can guard nuclear facilities. And this whole time, I'm thinking something shit bad is fixing to happen to me, and then it's just like a big sigh of relief come over me. You know, I'm like, God Almighty, you know, because drill sergeants never told you nothing. So, it's but, awesome. but uh yeah, the, mainly, uh, they was only a certain amount certain amount of inopportune that had the clearance to do it. So, mm-hmm. and I was in one of those slots. So, I uh, in my in the MTO. That that slot I was in, that would have been part of my duties if we got called to a situation situation like that, in which we did. Uh I I've been on two of them. Uh okay. which and uh well there was one and I can't remember the name, but there was one in Louisiana when yeah, we was yeah. down there in New Orleans. And then it, it was just a power plant, and then uh and then there was a big power plant in Greensboro. Okay. Uh but i was i ne- i was i was doing garrison work, so and I was on the road with the cops, so I didn't have to go, but some of the, you know some of my buddies and other members of the other platoons in the company had to do it so i really i really never except for the one in South Carolina that's the only one I've ever been to i never had to I never had to do, and it you know it ain't nothing to it you just guard the gates you know and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then you got somebody watching cameras. But uh, far wise as weapon wise, I never did. I never did have to do none of that. Uh, oh, okay.
1: So, It's kind of kind of raise a flag because we're both nuclear guy. We're we're both nuclear weapons guys. So we're yeah. We're that's like, what kind hey, of nuclear facility out there, yeah, right? It looks like maybe yeah. I've seen you before. we have seen army or air national guardmen out there
3: on the missile sites. So you're, yeah, you know, I was just curious. It's very few and far in between because none of them can pass the clearance. They're all yeah, yeah. drunk or been in trouble in jail or something. Stealing cable boxes and shit. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> yeah. You talking about you talking about a little fat boy damn come. I I was white as this house when I when, <laughs> and then when she told me that, I was like, God oh my god. Here I am here and say something bad going. Cable to be box. Yeah, right, they're like, damn, yeah.
2: dude, dumping all this yeah. library shit over some cable boxes.
4: We need to get shit, man.
3: Especially when she didn't say nothing, then she flipped her badge open. I was like, God almighty. I was like, That's I do not
2: That's crazy because like they when they do that with us, like we get the same kind of treatment, not not to the degree of like Jason Bourne shit, like you got where they take you to a silo by yourself. But like, you know, they come up with a little badge, they schedule it with us. You know what you're going to meet them about?
3: Yeah, stuff. it's never just, it's never that weird shit for a while. We're like, all right, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and and you know, it's no big deal to me. I, I still have to do them uh, because of I'm 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 a federal employee, so I still have to do them. But it's not the same level as it yeah, used yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But, you know, it's no big deal now. So I, I still get asked about the damn cable boxes. I still get asked about the cable boxes and everything else, you know. And they that kind of thing. They never stop. And oh. <laughs> so my last one, I was still in. I was still in. And uh, the, when you do that questionnaire on the computer, whatever it's called, I tried to explain it to people, and it took me a while to figure it out. But When you submit that thing, you got to print that thing out because (laughs) if you change change anything on the next one, like we'll send it back for corrections.
1: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Uh, if you change one word or one date or one number, they'll dismiss the whole thing. You got to do it over again. So I did this like 20 times before I figured out, hey, I need to print this damn thing off and figure out what i done. <laughs> or they'll just ask you
1: why there's a difference between the dates because yeah. I've had that
3: yeah. before. It, like, because I didn't but, remember a date. I was like, yeah, whatever,
1: They never asked me shit.
2: They would always, after the first one, what they always did to me was just go and ask people that were on it. I never got interviewed again. Yeah. So, we'd always go and ask everybody else. Hey, you think he's fucking trustworthy? <laughs> yeah. Hey, does he have anything yeah. to the questions or somebody can go? Like, I never got questioned again. Really? For the 15 years I was in, I never got a single I the very first time when I did the first one, yeah, I sat down. I had to yeah, like, you did. The three they never talked to me again. Really? They renewed it every time by talking uh-huh. to other people. And I would just get a notice. It was like, hey, your clearance is redone. And I was like, word. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I never, they
3: never came back and talked to me again. Uh-huh. I must have done a lot of bad shit because I yeah right it every time. <laughs> totally, man, yeah, they never. Yeah, yeah. Well, they want to ask me about my.
2: No, I never got that. I just got piss tested all the time randomly. <laughs> I got randomly <laughs> piss oh, yeah. tested every yeah, time yeah. I came back to PTO. You make a couple <laughs> jokes about snorting, you know, snorting blow off hookers assholes and shit, and then they fucking want to test you all the time. So yeah, yeah. but no, I yeah. never, I,
3: I never saw them again after the first time. Oh, really? Wow. I learned, I learned the hard way. I learned a lesson with the VA about that. They kept bugging me and kept bugging me. Because I used to be one of these like, man, I didn't do nothing. Why do I need the VA? You know? Yeah. So they kept bugging me and kept bugging me. And, and they would call like every week. You know, different person. Finally, this woman called. And I said, I said, I said, listen, I told everybody else. Hey, I don't want nothing to do. I don't need the VA. I'm good. And she kept on and she kept on and she said, well, like, I got to ask you a couple questions. I was like, okay. She's like, have you ever had thoughts of harming somebody – or harming yourself? And I said, hell no. She said, well, what about harming somebody else? And I said, hmm. <laughs> well, maybe might or twice. That was a bad mistake. I ended up getting three free visits to the day of- <laughs> <laughs> See, see where your honesty got you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got three free mandatory visits to the VA. I was like, oh, my God. But, uh, not mandatory, but anyway, I got three visits, so, but, uh, yeah, fun time. But, uh, uh, yeah, and then, I see, I did a bunch of other stuff, you know, state side. How many many deployments did you, did you, uh, I ended up, I ended up doing three overseas. Three. Okay. But, But I stayed, I stayed, uh. You know, it was a year at a time. But also, you know, with with the with the guard, people don't understand. Uh, I met guys on active duty overseas that had been in 15, 20 years in this first deployment. I'm yeah. like, what the hell is this? You know, I've been everywhere. You know, I've been all the fun vacation sites.
2: You've been to to Cheyenne, Wyoming. You've been to Montana, North Dakota. You've been to Great Falls, and you ain't been everywhere.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Because that's where the fuck we got to go. Army, (laughs) dude. But but anyhow, uh, you know, you You said only vacation spots. Yeah, (laughs) it depends on what time of the year. I like to fish. I like to hunt. yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: But, uh, you know, it was just hard for me to believe because I mean I had I had guys that's been seven, eight times at that point, you know. Yeah. And uh you know, since two
1: thousand one. I got zero. <laughs> and
3: doesn't include all, that doesn't include all the stateside deployments that they or missions they've done, you know, for various different reasons, whatever. You mm. know, and it's just uh you know, that's the thing between guard and active duty. Uh You've got E2 so-and-so, little Johnny. He's trying to work two jobs. He's trying to yeah. raise a family. You know, every other every other weekend or once a month, he's at drill. And then he's got two weeks out, out of the year, he's got to be gone. And, you know, and he's trying to do this, you know, as an enlisted soldier. And, you know, then every other, not including all that, Every two weeks, you get called up for some stupid bullshit. Like, well, somebody wants to act a fool in Virginia. So we're going to ride a little bit up there. So we got to get you ready to go, you know. And, and you may or may, they may or may not use you, but your ass is still sitting in some gym or some high school, sitting on (laughs) a concrete pad, trying to sleep with all your gear on, waiting to go do something and never get caught. So it's, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, my unit is 90% divorced. That was the last number I had uh, when they polled. Wow. Me. I mean, it's 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 impossible, really. Do uh, you think the
2: reason you got so many deployments and that kind of stuff is because of your career field? Like, yeah. against like, your your deployments against other guard people who may have been like yep. uh, a specialty in something. Maybe is it because you were MP and you're like. You know, because everything needs security. Whether it's like you said, riot control, nuclear facility. Whether you're out on a deployment, right? And there's a specialist out there that, that, that runs some kind of, you know, the weather guy. But then you're—he still needs the security of an
3: MP. Is it because of Absolutely. your? Is it because of your career field? That's why. Well, I'll sum all that up in, in just very few words. If you ask anybody in the army what MP stands, for, MP in the army what MP stands for, their first response is going to be multi-purpose. Yes, yeah. That's what what I was thinking when you said it. I was like, you sound almost like because I know other
2: guard people but they don't get those kind of deployments because they're like a specialty, right? Of something. But like like as an MP, it doesn't matter what the mission is. Every mission has to have an MP there. Or an SP. We used to call them SPs,
3: but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh and you know and and here's the thing There, different units mp units are made up for different things you've got detainee operation units that that's all they do that's all they train on my unit was a combat mp unit so i had four members of my team as a team leader i had a gunner assistant gunner and a driver with that the gunners have to be qualified with on a Mark nineteen, a Maldus, a two four nine, uh, and a, a saw plus their sidearm plus their M sixteen. So, and depending on whatever your mission is, depending on what weapons you carry, I mean you you have to be maintained at at all times. Mm-hmm. But you know so. You know, you got units that that's all they do is just, and they're called 31 Echoes in in the Army, is detainee operations. But because you're a 31 Bravo, which is, you know, an MP, if you've got that MOS, you got to do all of them. So you could be called up to do anything. So, you know, like I never worked garrison until I went to Afghanistan, ever. Never trained with it, never done nothing except for basic training. And then we get called up for this little special mission, and I they was only going to take 30 people. And of course, I volunteered and uh, because I wanted to go because all my buddies was going, so uh, and then that's the first time I ever done that, you know. But it was cool, it's a cool experience. I was at Bargain, and uh, uh, and you know, we was in charge of base security basically. We answered only to the two star, uh, so everybody else hated us, of course. yep. So, uh, so yeah, it was a good, it was a good mission. Uh, except the only thing I noticed between Afghanistan, Afghanistan and Iraq was that them some bitches over can kill you. They know how, you know. That, <laughs> <laughs> you know it ain't they ain't fucking around when they turn yeah. In. So who's not fucking around? Iraq or Afghanistan? Afghanistan. That was really? nice. But yeah, now we I'm trained Iraq. So they don't got to
2: kill nobody, huh?
3: <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was dangerous. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't in Fallujah. I wasn't in none of that. I didn't do none of that shit over there. So, yeah. but what I mean, what I mean, when I say that is, is like we got rockets at least every other day. We got mortared at least every other day, you know, and sometimes it's all three at the same time. Sometimes they would try to breach the perimeter somewhere at some time in the process. I mean, they, they worked at it. Uh, I don't know how many, I don't know how many civilians that died. I don't know how many civilians that got killed was there. I don't know how many service members got killed was there just from rocket attacks and mortars. Uh, And 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 where was your where was your post during that? Like, where what did you do when those attacks were
2: coming on as an MP?
3: Was that when you were doing the jail stuff, or were you actually like no because because we had base security, we was in all the compounds. When I was there, at any one point in time, they could be up to and it was probably more. They could be up to like forty thousand people on the post that day at any given day. That's Mm -hmm third world nationals that's Mm. u.s troops that's uh european troops whoever was there at any given day that could be up to forty thousand people there plus then you got whatever the air force is doing all these flights coming in and out uh the uh air force mps was in charge of only the airstrip and we was in charge of everything else so uh so it was and then that included the you know any any perim- anything inside the walls so and then the air Force had the outside patrols and then some of our guys got to go do that but because I was in pretty much a leadership position then uh and the, because of the job I had really uh some of our guys some of our younger enlisted they got to do the outside patrols there you know but I never did get to go. but uh it was just you could just you could just tell the people were different. Uh the uh the Third World Nationals, the uh, you know, the locals, they was all different. Uh you know, they you could just tell. I mean, like I said, in their attacks and everything they done, to me, it was, you know, they was way more they was way more trained, you know, and supplied, you know, yeah. for weapons and that kind of thing. Uh we used to watch them. We used to watch them. They had this, they'd set up mortar tubes and we could watch them (laughs) and we'd watch them in the middle of daytime and they would take them tubes and fill them full of ice and they put the mortar in it. So about, you know, dark or a little after dark, when all that ice melted and that mortar fell down the tube, it went across the wall, but you couldn't do anything about it. You couldn't do anything about it unless you, they actually shot it. If I yeah. actually shot it, then you could do something, and they wow. knew that.
1: So it was, knew de- that. it was a delayed attack. They could go set it up, leave, yep. and be good. You can watch them set yep. it up. That's insane. Yep. Why, why wouldn't? they wouldn't send anybody outside the wire after watching them? Set yeah. It so because, how long
2: did they? Yeah. How long did they sit with it? Right. So if they put it in there with ice and delayed, and say it took it two hours to go off, I'm, I'm just picking a number, and. When did they leave?
3: Like after setting it immediately after setting it up, or did they sit there oh, for yeah. about an hour, and thirty minutes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you know, and I, and I, have got y'all a little confused. Now they did send somebody out there. If you watched them do it, okay. But what I'm, what I, what the point I'm trying to make is, is like you had to sit there and actually physically watch them do it, knowing yeah. what they're doing, and couldn't you could put do them down while it. they were doing it, knowing but what they're doing. But you okay. couldn't do nothing about it. So then they would send out an EOD team and they'd go out there. Oh, take care okay. Of that
2: makes more sense. I was like, all right. Hey,
3: guys, we're on six o'clock. Some shit's coming. Yeah. <laughs>
2: like, that's insane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. That's I thought insane. we were just watching
3: it. <laughs> like, no, like no. it was an hourglass. Like, no, hey, no, no. <laughs> get back inside. Yeah. Well, but, you know, the ones that you didn't watch, that's, you know, the ones you didn't see.
4: Yeah.
3: That would, it would go out. They, uh, so my job, back to your, you did ask my my job. <laughs> with all that's going on? Our job was fir- first response. So like oh, wherever the mortar landed, that's where we was. That's where we was going. We was the first responders to that area. So, uh, to do what? My, well, Please. to secure the area, to evacuate any casualties of any kind. Uh, like, during the whole attack or after the attack was done? No, so like, no, Darren White was going on.
2: Darren White was
3: going on. I got, I got a funny story. It ain't funny, but I got a funny story about that. So, like, hold on. Before
2: you, so, before you tell your story, so, like, the way I'm picturing this in my mind, have you ever seen when they do the shot put in the Olympics and then the guy runs up with the little flag and posts where the ball landed? Is that like what I the think- fuck you did? You're like, Murder! Here, that's and then you gotta stand by it until they score it. Like that's insane.
3: While the hey, other one is still flying around you. That—that's what I was getting to. I actually got two stories, but explain it a little more. <laughs> so the first time I was out there, the first time I was on night shift, and we—we uh, we got the sirens went off, and they said, you know, there's one landed here, here, and here. And, you know, I started going in my, because we broke it up just like the police do here, just like in your town or, you know, everywhere else. It's it broke up in sectors. So I had my little sector, and that's what I was in charge of. You know, that's what I was, so I'm sitting here, and I'm, I, I'm listening to the radio. I'm driving around trying to find where these things are landing, and uh, I sit there, and I look through my windshield, and they're still coming. And I'm like, fuck this. I pulled yeah. over, I, I passed the bunker. I passed the bunker and I said, Fuck this. I got out and I got in there and there's a bunch of civilians in there and they're like, uh, What are you doing? I said, Well, I'm supposed to be making sure you're okay, but uh, I'm not, I'm gonna wait till this shit's over with. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, my sergeant, my desk sergeant calls me on the radio and he said, What the fuck are you doing? He said, They said your patrol car is parked over here. And I said, Yeah, it is. He said, Well, they ain't but two mortars landed. Or two rockets land, whatever it was. I said, Yeah, yeah, that's the ones y'all could see. But I just watched 12 more go across the top of this fucking bunker. And I ain't going nowhere unless them bitches stop. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, Well, I'll talk to you when you get back. I said, okay, whatever. Yeah, but at least you're gonna be able to talk to me because I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna be fucking dead. <laughs>
4: yeah. I, yeah. I
3: like yeah. Well, that was my first experience. I broke my cherry, so to speak. You yeah. know? So then it got to where it wasn't no fucking big deal. You know, I didn't I didn't pay it no attention because if it happens, it happens. Well, one night the next time my platoon come on or my squad come on night shift. So they was they just had two single rockets and it landed. Well, I get over there and the private calls me on radio and he says, Hey Sarge, he said, uh, he said, We're here. But we can't find this son of a bitch. And he said, these damn fucking Air Force pricks won't let us come through the damn air, air air, uh, whatever, the gate going on the air field. airfield. Mm-hmm. I said, well, hold on a minute. I, I know a guy. So I called up. And so, of course, it went through, took 15 minutes for them to call the Air Force jock or talk or whatever the Air Force called it. And they're like, oh, you got to let them on. So we get over there and we get to look for this son of a bitch. And these two little private, Air Force privates, are standing in their gate. Well, their bunker was the Connex. Guess where the rocket was? Was sticking through the bottom of the floor of their damn Connex that they was guard, their little garden shack. (laughs) It it was sitting in there smoking. And I was like, Uh, y'all didn't see this son of a bitch laying in here? And they're like, (laughs) no. I mean, there's a fucking hole big as a basketball (laughs) You know I, said, you I, know? I said, you all didn't notice that something. Those motherfuckers are sleeping. I've seen oh, that. yeah, oh, yeah, they sleep all night. You know <laughs> yeah, what I was hoping, though? I was hoping,
2: though, when you were like, they won't let us in, and you were like, hold on, I know a guy. I was hoping you were going to say, I-
3: you call Dom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 but I, I I knew a guy up in the Air Force. I, I knew a guy up in the Air Force talk, and he happened to be on shift. And so yeah. I just called. I was like, "Look, will you call these two little pricks and tell them we need to get in? We have to get in." And then, uh, and then we get we get in. We spend forty five minutes looking for this son of a bitch. And then one of my privates is, just happens to go in their little fucking guard shack, and the son of a bitch is sitting there spinning or wasn't spinning, but it was smoking. <laughs> <Taking> the- <laughs> it's about
1: <laughs> to go. <and> this <laughs> son of a bitch Okay, get out of here. E.O.D. He's the greatest, bitch. What did you, what did you <laughs> think this was?
3: He <laughs> 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 was oh, funny kid. He made
2: kid. a wish that it was a falling star.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. Air Force cops are the same everywhere. Right? Yeah, yeah. And He's yeah. sleeping. he might catch a shit. But, I don't hey, know how that F- hole F- got the roof. Special police.
2: special police for a reason. There's special police
0: 18 plus
3: but yeah it was it was good times i got there y'all remember uh you remember the plane that crashed with the m wraps and blowed up did y'all ever no. remember seeing that on the news i did i, I don't remember there, like, i got there like a week or two weeks or three weeks right after that happened so when i got there damn they still a charred place you know big as a damn three footballs fields. you know where oh. it marked the ice fault and everything when it mm-hmm. blew up. And come to find out, they they held it back and didn't say nothing for a long time. But what happened was is when they loaded the MRAPS in the aircraft, they didn't have them strapped down right. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it took off, it got to the end of the airfield, that's when the, the that's when it started falling. But if you get time sometime Google that video it's on youtube and uh it's it was a it was a wicked sight but to actually be there and see the hole in the ground when that bitch blowed up it was it was a bad deal it's a bad deal i actually got a guy that works at my headquarters in uh roanoke he was actually on the perimeter road when the plane started to fall and i thought What's the chances in hell I mean you've worked together for all these years. And nah. one day you just start talking about army shit and you say, Oh, I was there. And, you know, it's like, what, what kind of fucking chances is that? You know, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, but, uh, yeah, so you mentioned, you mentioned being, um, you know, working guard
1: duties and then also going into leadership. So what's, what's the leadership, how does the rank structure work and how do you get rank on uh, the army national guard? How does that work?
3: Well, it's pretty fucking. You got to wait for openings. You
1: yeah, got to wait for somebody to die.
3: That's what I always hear. Yeah. Well, it used to be that way till 2001. And when 2001 come, every son of a bitch you could find was finding some kind of medical retirement or some reason why they couldn't be in the garden no more. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. 9 yeah. 11. Oh, my oh, knees yeah. hurt. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. When 9 11 happened, they, that shit, man, they, they was. I mean, it was a mass exodus. I mean, and it was—I don't know about other states, but in North Carolina, it's like a fucking ghost town. And yeah. and then that's why we had so many fucking privates. See, when you come back off—I think it was a year. When you come off of deployment, you got a—you got a year they can't touch you. I think it was a year, maybe more than that. But I know it's at least a year. But as soon as that year was up. If a unit was getting deployed and they needed your ass or whatever, your ass was getting transferred. So, you know, we, we had several guys that had back to back to back deployments, you know. So, and then that's you know, that's that's what I say, you know, it it uh people don't understand, you know, it's it's hard because you get you come home off the of deployment, you get whatever leave you've got. You go back to work, you just start getting back into fucking work, you start getting back into normal life. You know, mama's been the boss the whole time you're fucking gone. You change everything at home when you show up. And then you get a fucking phone call one day and it says, You've been transferred. Well, what? Why? Well, this unit's deploying, and they need you. So, <laughs> you know, so, so, you know, I just went ahead and volunteered. I, I tried to, you know, I tried to pick and choose. I knew, you know, I got, I started my network, you know, and, you know, hey, I like these guys. I, you know, these guys, if I have to go down range, these guys I'm going to go with, you know. So yeah. I would just, I just tried to, vol- I tried to avoid all the bullshit, you know, deployments with people I didn't know. I didn't trust. I didn't know anybody there. You know, I tried my best to avoid all that shit, but it happened to a lot of guys. And, uh, and, and, ba- and basically it was a lower enlisted. It was, it was the people that didn't have a voice. You know what I mean? It, they didn't have rank to, you know, talk about it. But Farwise is getting a rank. And uh, and from talking with Dom and other guys that we hang around with around here, you know, that was active due to their whole career. And the guard, they don't give a flying fuck if you can shoot, communicate, move, and communicate. They don't really give a flying fuck about that. As long as you've got a 300 PT score, you can be sergeant major of the fucking army national guard. That's all I give a fuck about. They don't. They don't care about nothing else. They don't give a damn. They don't give a damn what you've done. I, I know guys that are never been deployed that are E7s, E6, E7, E8s now. You know, uh-huh. and they're in charge of whole companies, platoons, you know, sections. I mean, it it it's fucked up. And that's and when it. And then going back to them, you couldn't fucking mop the floor without watching a fucking two-hour slideshow. I said, fuck this shit, I'm done. <laughs> you know? what, uh, I turned it to what, like, uh, no, what,
1: what enlisted rank did you uh, medically retire at? E5.
3: E5? Okay. I ended, yeah, I ended up being an e, E5 because I never did. Every time I went to school or I had a slot to go to school, that's another thing. You have to go to you you have to meet your school. So, uh-huh. you know, Billy Joe over here that's married to his sugar mama. Anytime a damn school drop, oh I can go. I can go and he can fucking go. So <laughs> you what I mean? Uh, okay, and, gotcha. So you could have so, just drop Pat and go because No, no. No, I had, I got three fucking kids and a damn money hungry wife. I got I gotta work. You know? <laughs> Because, the guards not paying fucking bills in. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, but you still I make that
3: that's, a, that's a meme right
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys rolling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Great,
2: good. Uh, I mean, this is off topic, but I, I, I mean, most people because he just we just do the audio; they won't see the video. But the contrast about a white dude that's in North Carolina where the sun is set, we can't even fucking see you. Like, it's just pitch black. Meanwhile, I'm getting blasted by the fucking sun where i look like michael jackson like i've read a logo <laughs> like it's fucking insane right like <laughs> the camera won't even look yeah like the it. camera can't so, even like... recognize me as a person because i look like a beam of fucking light right now because it's coming yep. through this window this is fucking insanity. look at it look at it can you see me now? look at it this is some brightness <laughs> i look like the I dude <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: hold on,
2: I'll yeah. turn the light on. <laughs> it's like gonna turn some lights on. It right. Maybe you can
3: turn that on and it'll we'll turn mine off. Like goddamn. There we go. Oh shit, there we go. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hell I was enjoying it and I could still see the sun setting over across the mountain there. No, but man, now- you were like you were like Shadow Man.
2: Like we can see yeah, we can see the figure moving, but that was, that was it. And the camera can't yeah. even focus on me right now because I don't look like a damn human being. I look like some <laughs> kind of fucking ghost entity. So it just thinks Haas is the only one sitting here. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. Look how bright I am. Look at that
3: shit. Yeah. Just insane. So I've been to, to the right
2: a little bit. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I almost grabbed my sunglasses when I'm sitting inside. <laughs>
3: Oh, oh man! every, time so, I, every
2: wait, wait. before every time I interrupted I before you, we left there. you. Before I interrupted you, we had left off with the. Uh, you had three kids and a money-hungry wife. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I still got the three kids, and the bitch is still getting the money. <laughs> I just don't have her. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. That's gotcha. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's awesome. Oh man, but he spent, anyway, spent
1: a little time in Cuba, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a a, a drunken party and uh, a shit show altogether. It uh, I can't I can't tell you much about what goes on there, but I can tell you this. It was a sickening, it left a sickening taste in my mouth, the way them sub-bitches are catered to, you know. And it it, it was just, out of all my deployments and out of all the bullshit I've been through in my life, that was one time I wished I'd kept my fucking mouth shut and didn't volunteer. I mean, I love fishing, don't get me wrong. Every time I had a chance, I went fishing, but, and I enjoyed that. But the rest of it, fuck it. I I didn't know. Uh, uh-uh. I, I, I that was all. So, just what was that mission for Cuba? Well, you, you know, you know about Gitmo. Yeah, well, you know what Gitmo is. So yep. that's where I was at. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> I was with a lot of the famous people I've already met before. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I remember you, yeah. <laughs> hey, no shit. I I can't talk much about what goes on there because you know we have to sign fucking paperwork. And all yeah, the I don't want I don't want damn chopper flying over the house here. You don't want that black yeah. helicopter coming in? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we actually we actually had a soldier, and it wasn't. From our unit that it was one of them transfer deals where we were short people and they went to plucking people that actually went in there and somebody remembered them and called them by name. Oh, you don't want that shit. That that really, that, that freaked me the fuck out. I was like, you got to be kidding me. This motherfucker remembered him, remembered his name and got it to the fucking teeth. And we didn't oh, wear a name wow. teeth. Yeah. We didn't wear name tapes, so uh, we wore you, you know regular uniform, but we didn't wear name tapes. And this motherfucker remembered this son of a bitch, and that freaked oh, me t- the t- fuck t- out.
1: Yeah, get get out of there. You're done.
3: I'm want to leave. Does this motherfucker
1: remember my name. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
3: yeah, Well, he got he got a cushy mission. The rest of the time, he was out on a he was out on perimeter patrol the rest the rest of his time there, I believe. I believe that's where he went. He might've worked in talk some or some shit, but they immediately took his ass out of there and he wasn't allowed to go back in. And, uh, good. Good.
2: I mean, I mean, from all the shit that you've been saying about fucking having to catch mortar shells and all this other crazy stuff they had you doing, at least if yeah. somebody calls you by name, you should get the fuck out of there. I mean, that's yeah. finally, yeah. They did something right for y'all. God damn.
3: Yeah. 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 I mean, it, they, like I said, I mean, he ended up doing a lot of shit jobs, you know.
2: I'll you know,
3: running run soldiers around here and there. Yeah. But it it just freaked me out because I come to shift one day and we was doing roll call. And I said, I said, we're so-and-so. And they're like, oh, we'll have to talk about that outside. I was like, okay. And then went out there and my platoon sergeant or whoever was in charge that day or whatever. Like they, they told me, he's like, Look, he had an issue. And I said, What was the fucking issue? And they said, Well, yes, some bitch remembered who the fuck he was. And I was like, What? He's like, Nope. He knew exactly. <laughs> they can do who that. <laughs> did, so, like, that's did he? Hilarious. I mean, I don't know if you
2: know anything about it, but he did, did he remember the dude's name because the dude was like a raging asshole? Like, was the guy like a dick to him and that's why he remembered his name? Or he was just like, well, This is the one
3: the, motherfucker I'm going to pick I, out. I don't remember for sure. But all the ones I had, all the ones that remembered me is because I was a dickhead. So, <laughs> <laughs> so speaking from experience, his speaking from a experience <laughs> i tell say that's exactly the reason why he's a <laughs> dickhead. I, I, I but, guarantee. Uh, so here's my question then, because if y'all never wore name tags, how the fuck did they learn your name? No, that's what I'm saying. He was at another facility. At the same time, his soldiers was at that facility, and yeah, but remember he remembered where name from. It, so yeah, they wore, they wore name, name tags tag there. Oh, See, they finally, wrong. they, the army never got smart on this shit. <laughs> it was too fucking late. They're like, yeah, but tell uh, you, yeah, okay. Why are you letting the soldiers wear their fucking name tags? Do something else.
4: Yeah.
3: And so I figured that was some somebody, protocol that was already in place way yeah, before fucking yeah, Guantanamo. Okay. I thought that was yeah. shit that you would have put back in Vietnam. Goddamn. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's like, and then finally somebody had enough sense to say, hey, why are we making these motherfuckers wear their names? That's not right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that was the first time I, 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 I never knew it until we got ready to go down there. So, and then once you got signed that number, whatever your number was, nobody else is ever, like my number, as far as I know, nobody else is wearing my number. My numbers, my numbers that I still have. So they they changed the numbers. And you, again, they keep changing the fucking numbers around. So mm. your name tape, your name tape on your chest is just fucking, I forgot how many numbers it was. It's like eight, nine, ten. You know what I mean? So yeah. as far as I know, they, they don't issue the same number again either. All right. So. So the Army but, got uh, smart took the name off
2: and then made sure that they yeah. put your home address and your social security number on there for the criminals. Well, see the
3: fucking, the fucking <laughs> Navy Special Ops, you know, community, they never did do that fucking shit. And then finally, somebody finally said, well, why? If we're not doing it, why are you making these bitches do it? You know? Because well, the Navy's name is on their ass. Yeah.
2: We, we've had this discussion oh.
3: before. The <laughs> name's on your butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, me, me and Dom, we have a field day with our Navy buddies here. <laughs> yeah, they get they get sensitive. We we crack him jokes all the time.
2: Oh yeah, but, we found out we interviewed a dude uh, probably about a month ago, month and a half ago, and we asked him, "Do you, do you like being called seaman?" He was like, "No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It's a> sailor." <laughs> <laughs> so you've got to change our intro, by the way.
2: No, I want to change it. I want to keep calling them semen. Well, then we should – then we
1: should uh, – and I'll make sure I'll just – semen. I'll this, change then it. <laughs> then, then it should be all derogatory names, like Chair Force. Semen, I'm good with it. Brunch, Chair Force, semen, grunts. I don't give
2: a
3: damn. <laughs> Hell, I, I never – They three people I learned real fast deploying. They three people you don't piss off. That's the man giving you the ride there and back. The man that's going to feed you and the yeah. man that's going to supply you. So I never, I never cracked too many jokes on the Air Force guys. Cause at some fucking point I needed a ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> a ride and supplies. The Air Force is yep. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Exactly. The only, the only time I ever give them hell was their damn, their damn police. That's the only time I ever give them hell. They're damn. What is it? SF. Oh, yeah. All right.
2: oh, SP. Yeah. Don't worry. We rag on our own SP.
3: They trash. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of the, the whole Air Force rags on their own cops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, right, when when did it change from? What, didn't it used to be SF? So when did it change from SF to SP? No, I think it went from SP to SF actually. Yeah, SP, yeah. So I dated myself.
2: They used to be what, security police. Yeah. They now security, security forces. forces. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I
3: guess they made them seem of Force, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah last idiot. time I seen them, last time I seen them, I thought they was weird. That's that's why I. I rem, but I remember when they was SP 2 But I couldn't yeah. remember change which way they changed. It. So, yeah. or when, but yeah, they was they was something else. They was the special kind of people to work with. I found a <laughs> one night they let a truck come through, and I had to. Part of our job, too, we would, uh, the convoys coming in, we'd bring in, you know, the local people, everybody. Their trucks, we called them jingle trucks, you know. And so they had their own little compound. and But our job was to go through and spot check them, you know, and stuff. And I felt this shit one night. Again, I think some bitches would sleep at the gate or they just waved the sumbitches through. They didn't want to check it or whatever. And the sunbears didn't do much to try to hide it. But I found a bag of something. It was like five pounds. And it, it looked like meth. It tested positive for meth. And these sunbeds like, just man. let me say, like but it was dog food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Five pounds. It's a big-ass bag. It is. It's a big, I'm telling you, it's a big yeah. taped-up bag. When I, cut it out, when I cut it open, I was like, where is your fucking glue?" I didn't have nothing on. I was just like, what the fuck is this? It was just laying on his trailer. I was like, what the fuck is this? And he drove <laughs> some shit on it. So I carried it down there, and I don't know. I, he's an E6. in the. I don't know if I got a special name in the Air Force. So I was like, hey, dude. I kicked his fucking door open, throwed it on his desk. He's like, look, what's your privates doing? He said, what do you mean? I said, this some bitch just come through the gate with this laying on his trailer. He's like, oh, it ain't nothing. I'm like, okay, it's five pounds, at least five, five fucking pounds. pounds of I said, it smells like, I said, it smells like fucking crack. It tested positive for fucking crack. So I guess my God, it must be a duck. <laughs>
2: That sounds about right. This is a, come on. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's good. Come, on, but, come to find no, no, out. I think F- F- SF contest for is DUIs. That's oh, it. Yeah. No, they'll, they'll tear your ass down with a fucking if you're drunk. They'll figure you out. But, yeah, you can come through. I If I came yeah. through the gate high as fuck, they wouldn't catch me. But if I came through with beer in the system, they pull me over and make me walk a lot. I smell that. I no, smell that. But they don't see my eyes going all crazy. It ain't no different on the Army post.
3: <laughs> like Don talks, Don talks about it all the time. Like when he was in the Air Force, he talks about like he he made friends with all of them, and he'd be like, "Hey man, who's working the gate tonight?" He's like, oh, it's so and so. And He's like, hey, he call him up, and say, hey, you want some Taco Bell? <laughs> yeah. I'm, you bring something and shit out of it. It's all about
2: distraction. It's all about right. The magic trick. Look over here, bitch. Don't smell yeah. <laughs> over here. What are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. out the window, deuces. <laughs> Have a good night, fellas. Eat yeah. your tacos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so how was your uh, transition after after 18 years in the Air
3: National Guard? How was that transition? What to retirement not being there? I yeah. didn't hear what you said yeah. broke up yeah, transition, into,
2: tr- transition into civilians. Yeah.
3: Civilian life. It wasn't that it wasn't that bad. It did when the phone start ring, stopped ringing and the emails start coming then you got to miss it but my problem is, is all my dear friends and all, you know, people I'd made friends with over the years, all of them had retired. And, you know, some of them had 23, 25 years, 27 years. You know, they have been there a lot longer than me. They had active duty prior to coming to National Guard or whatever. And all of them retired. And then, see, uh, used to, when you deployed – and you answered all them fucking questions. You know, like, do you drink? Do you smoke? Do you chew? Do you do all this? It's like, no, 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 no. You know, and you could get by with it. Well, the last time, in 14, when we come back, me, my platoon sergeant, two of my other squad leaders, uh, and a couple of other uh, people, we come through and they picked us out and they said, you, you, you's got to go over here to the medical place again. I was like, fuck, I done been through medical. I'm good. I'm going to go home, you know. I'm like, I'm going to get ready get the fuck out of here, you know. And I, and so we get in there, and we go in the cubicle, and they got two computers. This one's got all your VA shit on it that you've claimed at the VA, and this yep. motherfucker's got what you've told the Army, and it don't match. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, That's that's where a lot of people get caught up now. You can't you can't hide that. You can't come home and go to the VA and say, "Well, I need some medicine, you know, for this or that, or I'm having trouble with this or that, or God forbid, you tell them you've got any kind of PTSD." And you know, because that's an immediate fucking no go. You're fucking done. You know, and you know it just. And then when all that bullshit started happening, everybody was retiring, and people's fucking. Going A-Wall, fucking quitting, getting out. And like I said, to check out a fucking mop, you gotta watch a two-hour fucking slideshow. It's like fuck this shit. I'm done. You know, and I was just like, You,
2: fucking, you I'm got done. to, because I'm sure somebody drowned in the fucking mop water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they gotta have And a that's video. why the briefing and that's why there's a briefing in a video about it. Absolutely sure
3: some absolutely. fucking millennial drowned in the mop water. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a fucking stress card. And by trying, or I you're heard about that.
1: the bleach fumes? And that's yep. why you have to watch the <laughs> stress card. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, you get too angry at me. You get too angry, stress card. You come yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm being deployed. I have my gun. I have yeah. my grenades. Where is the stress card that yeah. uh, I can hold up when they start shooting yeah. at me? Get yeah. too stressful. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yep. So I got a question for you. It's going to be pretty dope because it's a callback. He loves callbacks. Yes. And it's going to make it really awesome for him to edit. <laughs> so why the fuck did you join? Which was the very first question that he asked. you. <laughs> <laughs> never, asked. Let let never it answered it. <laughs> so, so like, what you like? Was it like family thing?
3: I'm or? leaving this at the end. Oh, no, it's
2: going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you join?
3: <laughs> <laughs> nine okay. eleven. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Short. Well, simple, it, I mean, I it's true. it is and because I had so much personal shit going on and I had I may or may not have had to go to a different state a time or two or three and pay different tickets for this, that, and a third. But uh <laughs> uh I ended up it took me from two thousand well nine eleven. Till 2003, before I actually got into basic training. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so I had, I had, so all my buddies done been and gone. They're already, I mean, hell, all the, every one of them was on the push to Iraq. And okay. my sorry ass is still trying to get the fucking basic training. So, oh. uh, and I didn't care where I went or what I've done or how i done it. You know, I could have stayed active duty. I could have done whatever I want to do because at that time I didn't give a fuck. It'd taken everybody. Yeah. I mean, I had dude, I had an old dude that was thirty-six years old in my platoon and basic training. He's thirty six years old and barely could fucking walk. And they still took his act, You know. So I mean, that I means that you gotta understand, man, you can barely walk. But I mean,
2: it takes two years for them to clear you when you're still in cable boxes. So yeah, you gotta return yeah, them to-
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I you know, you know. You know, after I got done with basic training, I had to go back and clear that up with that fucking cable company. <laughs> I tell you all that. I had to go back and clear that shit up when I when I finally got home. I had to go back and clear it up before I got my clearance.
2: You're to Keep
3: so your we- name out your fucking mouth. That's
2: <laughs> right. That's awesome. Yeah. Keep your fucking name out your fucking mouth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and awesome. I don't I don't remember how much it was. But it was less than $50. Oh, God. God. What happened was, what happened was when I bought the house, the guy was renting it. And so the renters had the cable box and they they left it. So. <laughs> oh,
1: he left it. <laughs> he didn't know. You can't
3: touch the button. <laughs> touch
1: the button. <laughs> That's going to be a good one. <laughs> say that. I like this one. This is going to be a good one. <laughs> I might have to do a prelude to this one. Hey, guys, buckle up. <laughs> hey, up. There's a lot of cursing. <laughs> Strap your ass in. <laughs>
2: oh, no, that was great. I was like, I can see your face. Like, I have a question for you. <laughs> it's going to be a callback.
1: <laughs> I asked him. He's like, There's zero. <laughs> he's like, well, we're off in the career. Okay, here we go. Hey.
2: Recording
3: <laughs> and yeah, hey, he's back. Got to touch some stuff. I somebody tried to call and I hit the wrong fucking button. Sorry about that. <laughs> it was weird because it went all black and white and then
2: you dropped off. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck just went down there. <laughs> <laughs> so you were uh, in the middle of the story about the guy, uh he
3: was renting, you bought the house, and then Yeah. So they they they're the ones that actually had to the cable put in. Well, when I when I when I took it over, I didn't even use the cable. And but for whatever reason, somehow or another, I guess the guy renting it told him that it was mine or some shit. And it was less than fifty dollars. When I got home from basic training, I had to go by there and pay the some bitches. It was like I don't I don't remember how much it was, but it was less than fifty dollars. I mean it wasn't nothing. But I had to do that before I could get my first fucking clearance.
1: That's
3: crazy.
1: Well, like a library book. I get asked about the same movie violation every single time. Not going to so. again. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Again, so. oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so to to end on our, our normal end questions here, uh if someone were to come up to you and ask you about uh joining the military, what would you tell them after your 18 years in the Air National Guard?
4: The yeah. honest truth, national Army national. national. I
1: was Army. like, I'm trying to figure it out. I, I get, you know, air yeah, force yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always biased to yeah. the Air Force. Biased.
3: Right. You're not here yeah. the Air than what the fucker. <laughs> I would tell them if they had to fucking go, be honest, the honest God's truth. I'd say if you had to fucking go, go active duty and go Air Force. And and the reason being is, at least you're gonna get to see some shit other than fucking desert or fucking jungle somewhere.
1: Um. Tell them, tell them not to go missiles then, because you won't get to see shit. I mean, I didn't see desert, but I didn't see
3: shit. Yeah, we saw a lot of tundra. Uh, yeah, empty fields. Well, and the other truth about it is, is if you become an airplane mechanic or you become, yeah, you know, all this other stuff that Air Force offers, you're gonna get a fucking job.
2: You can use it on the outside. That's the key shit, or, right
3: there. Or Go to fucking Coast Guard because they belong to Homeland Security, and you're gonna you'll get you that you stand a better chance when you retire or you get out. You stand a better chance getting a job doing whatever it was you was doing. Oh, Uh,
1: we um, need to get a coasty on here. I wanna wanna talk to a coasty.
3: Yeah, it's – am I'm gonna tell you right now in Cuba. Them some bitches is badass. And they've got fucking boats now that the fucking Navy don't have. They got more fucking <laughs> I, I can't imagine
1: the, the type of tour it is to go to Cuba to catch all those drug runners coming into Florida and Man, just fucking yeah. just
3: Man. So, on the it. Yeah. I didn't know till the other day and Dom and Justin was talking about it, but the fucking Coast Guard, well I did too, because I they was I did know some guys in Afghanistan because I worked with all the fucking all I everybody that was there pretty much and but i did know some guys there but i didn't realize to the extent of what they do but they've got their own fucking pretty much special opera uh, you know Mm -hmm. you know that that do that exactly what you just said you know all they do is damn take down submarines and and you know drug running boats and shit like that so they, they got a pretty badass program you know yeah uh so, I mean, there's a lot of things to do other than, you know, you know, working on a cutter or whatever else it is they do.
2: Yeah, we had a Navy guy who told us, he was like, man, Coast Guard badass. He was, he was even, as the Navy was yeah, like. Yeah, you just mentioned I'm Justin. Yeah, oh, is yeah. that Justin? Yeah, he was the one who was, yeah. was like, man, Coast Guard was the shit. So, like, yeah. <laughs> so, we've been ever since then. He's been trying to find a fucking Coast Guard guy. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so he was the one who doesn't like to be called seaman. Yeah, Justin. So yeah. make sure you call
3: Justin a semen. He does not like that. <laughs> hey, man, Dom, tell him what worse than that, buddy. We, we, we. We. That that's the least. That's the least. That's, the, least, that's the most
2: tame thing that we could call him now. Okay. <laughs> hey, if you called him semen, he'd be like, "All right, I'll take
3: that one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <hold> on. <laughs> We give uh, him I a mean, hard I mean, time. He's, yeah, he's pretty yoked, man. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't I really don't understand why he still wants to be friends with us. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't. But he he fucking he moved to the mountains, and you know so, you know they there's hardly any retired navy. Well, my mama's my mama's stepdaddy was he was in Pearl Harbor. Uh, oh, wow. but you, it's very few that you find around here that was in the Navy. Very few, no. very few. So, but we enjoy, we enjoy picking on him. And, uh, we, uh, well, like I said, we give him a lot worse jokes than that. Uh. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> nice Dan. Well, man, it was, it was awesome talking to you getting to know you and listening to your career. Um, I I enjoyed it a lot. We had a really good time. Yeah, one great. one of, one yep. of our more lively uh interviews we've done so far. So. Yeah, man,
2: this is super entertaining. <laughs> that gap when that gap when you dropped and got back on, we were like, oh yeah, this one was fucking fun. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've enjoyed it too. And like I said, man, it's an honor just to be asked to be on it. You know, uh, I I'd love to be able to go into a lot more shit than I was done. You know, but like I said, I. I don't, I don't care to fool with the government in any way, fashion, or form other oh. than I'm fixing yeah, to I mean, retire. You try to, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to stay outside of that
1: classified uh, realm. Yeah.
3: yeah. Stay out <laughs> of that shit, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, and they wasn't much to talk about, but you know, it's uh, my, like I said, I, the biggest, and we didn't even really talk about it, but my biggest goal was, you know, to let people know, you know, you know, yeah, you know, guard's got a bad fucking name, and I give it a bad fucking name myself, but you know. uh, All right, sell it. Let's go. But, uh, you know, it's just it's, it's the difference, you know, how hard it is on an enlisted person or an officer in the guard you know, trying to juggle most of the time one or two jobs you know, trying to Keep a money, money, hungry wife at home happy, raise kids, and then still do this army shit, you know, or do and and try to serve your country, man. It's hard. It's it's really bad. Like I said, the last number I had, the official number was ninety percent in one company, and one company that was divorce rate. So, I mean, it, it it's awful. And then the suicide rate. I don't even want to get to talking about that. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and people just don't understand, it. you know, it took a toll. This 20 years of war took a toll, you know, and they've lost all their experience, and, you know, they've, they're they pretty much rebuilding. And yeah. I'm sure it's the same way with active duty units too, you know, because, they, you know, most people, they've had enough of it, you know. uh, You know, I know guys who've got 13, 14, 15 fucking deployments, you know, and, I, you know, I ain't nobody, you know, i just done, I went when I could, did what I could do, and you know, I don't regret it. Uh so you know it's it's uh but uh like I said, you know, it's uh it's a big difference between between, you know, National Guard and active duty people. And uh it, and it's really hard on them and it takes a lot of toll. It takes a lot of I, I don't recommend anybody do it. Uh a good friend of mine tried to get me to recruit his son and I told him nope absolutely won't do it, and uh, uh. So you you'd rather see somebody go active duty than do guard or hundred percent. And when I say I don't regret what I've done, that's the only thing I regret. I I could have in any, any point I could have changed over, you know, when uh-huh. everything was going strong, and I could you know I could have changed over, and I know a lot. Of, I I've got several friends that did change over. They just said you know fuck it. I might as well if we're going to deploy this damn much, I might as well go active duty. And you know they did it mainly to to save their marriage, save their family, you know and 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 you know and maintain it because you get up, you go to fucking p t in the fucking morning, you go to to wherever your damn company location is. you work in the fucking motor pool, you may take a class or two, you go home and your wife is right there, you know yeah. your kids are right there. Your kids is took care of. Your wife took care of, and you know you don't have to you don't have to worry as much about. Well, fuck! I got this boss is pissed because I gotta go fucking drill this weekend, and this fucking boss is pissed because I can't go and you know or whatever you know. So it, it's 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 a big damn difference. So well,
1: well at least there's uh, legal things that uh, they can't fire you over that stuff. So yep.
3: yeah, 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 yeah. But you know. I don't, I don't know about where y'all live, but here in North Carolina is right to hire, right to fire, and uh, Georgia's the same way. And what I say by that is, if you're late one fucking time,
1: yeah, they don't yeah have they to your fucking. Yeah. Oh, they'll, they'll use that as a reason. And they'll I, use
2: that as a reason. They're really just mad that you're fucking guard. Yeah,
3: yep, yep. I yep. Took, I, you know, and I didn't talk about this either, but there was a period between 'o three to. Oh nine, I couldn't buy a fucking job. I couldn't get nobody to hire me. Even though oh we hire veterans or we'll hire a service, you know, whatever. Fuck that. Them some bitches wouldn't even talk to you. They wouldn't return you call because wow. they knew that, hey, this some bitch ain't gonna be here, but this somebody ain't gonna be here but about, you know, three months out of the year, you know. <laughs> so so I mean it it's it's tough.
1: It's
3: rough, yeah. Well, well, I made it, so and just drive on. Wake up yep. in the brand new world every day,
1: like Joe Dirt says. Keep on kicking out. Keep on kicking out. You do. <laughs> all right, all right, Dan. Well, appreciate your time and thanks for talking with us. Absolutely, again. Uh, appreciate your service.
3: Salute to you, sir, and salute to y'all too. Appreciate y'all' service. All right. We'll talk to you later, man. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. You Um, too.
1: Thank you. Thank you for joining us and listening to today's podcast. If you or someone you know has a military story or career that deserves to be told, send us their bio to militaryunsungheroes at gmail.com. H-E-R-O-E-S.
2: Don't forget to like, subscribe, and download on your favorite podcast app.